All right, people, we back up in here, Weapons of War podcast. This your boy, Gabe. Gonna jump right into it. And what we're gonna talk about today, music and influence. You know, you got some people out there who think music has no effect on you. I'm gonna call their bluff and say I do believe music has a great, great impact on us. I know some years ago they had studies showing how if you listen to this or that type of rap music, it affected you in a negative way. You were more susceptible to committing crimes and whatnot. You had a rappers who rapped the music saying that they're not parents, they're not role models. You know, you need to cheat your kids right from wrong, this, that, and the other. I even heard Bun B say something about he doesn't make music for kids. He makes music for adults. Nah, I'm not. I don't know what he believes or anything like that, but I'd be hard-pressed to think that he believes that the only people listening to his music is grown folks. Granted, he's a bit up in age, but he's been pretty much making the same kind of music his entire career. And I'm pretty sure in his early life that he didn't think that it was just adults or even that it was adults listening to his music. Not saying that it wasn't, but I'm not going to say that's his target audience. I've even seen threads on certain social media posts saying how the government just trying to say something against hip hop music. They just want to blame everything on the rappers, blame this, that, and the other. And I just want to throw a wrench in that argument and say that we can't have it both ways. We can't say that music has no effect on you and what you do, and then in the same breath, put on music for different situations. Because if music had no effect, then all music would just be the same. There would be no mood music. Now, I remember back in the day, in my unsaved days, when you were doing something and you had a lady coming over or you was up to no good in your mind, you put on some R. Kelly. You might have put on some genuine. You know, you put on some slow music, some romantic music. Genuine R. Kelly probably wouldn't fall into romantic, but you get the idea. And you put that music on to set the mood. You know... (laughs) I don't know nobody who would who would have had somebody come over and they'd have put on some Lil John or nothing like that because that would completely destroy the mood. Well, off subject, I knew this dude that I work with. He said when ladies used to come over, he used to put on Luke. That's right, people. If you're old enough, we're talking about Uncle Luke. I didn't get it then. I don't get it now. But I digress from that. So basically what I'm saying is music does have a great impact on us and what we do. Even in, even in the Bible, they said it was David who played a song that lifted an evil spirit from Saul. So the Bible even gave reference to music soothing the savage beast, so they say. So we can't just sit up here and not think that music has an effect on us because truth be told music is how people 
learn what they think they know about sex, what they think they know about money, what they think they know about life in the hood, what they think they know about drugs. A lot of pop culture is fashion after music. So whatever locale you're in, whatever music is most popular for your demographic, that kind of shapes what you think and what you feel. So we can't say that music doesn't have this effect on us. And then our mind works in a way such as you really can't pick and choose what you want to hear because you can't turn your hearing off. So even inadvertently, when things are being played, it's still being fed into your spirit. How do I know this? Because, at least let me speak for myself, I've never, ever, ever just sat in front of the TV and attempted to learn a fast food jingle or anything like that. But yet and still, let me rewind, and I can say I'm, I'm pretty much sure that none of you all have just sat in front of the TV saying, today I'm going to learn fast food jingles. But I'd be hard pressed to think that if you heard the but up, but, 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 that you wouldn't automatically on cue just say, I'm loving it. And you didn't just sit there and say, I'm going to learn this. Or when you hear a song, it takes you back to a certain era or a certain time and reminds you of something. Some songs you don't want to listen to because it brings back feelings of a love loss or some songs you do want to hear because it brings back a memory of when you were with your wife, when you're with your mother, when you're your kids or your dad or something like that or the greatest party ever or when you were at a football game and you remember the band playing this song and whatnot and how the band gets riled up and let the football players run out on the field if you're in high school or college. All these things set the mood. I remember back in my younger days when I used to go out to the clubs, how they was banning Lil Jon and, no, 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 not, not Lil Jon, they was banning 3-6 Mafia, tear the club up from being played in places because people were literally tearing the club up when this song came on. It was inciting riots. And I'm pretty sure that's their intent to get the club crunk, to get people wanting to fight. And that's exactly what it did. And people recognize this. You know, so we can't say that music don't have an effect on us. And I say this because as I've grown up, you know, I didn't have this thought process when I was younger. I was out there tearing the club up putting my hand, pounding my hand in my fist, talking about we some head busses and, and, and all that. <laughs> but as I grow up, I realize, and I'm looking at the world, I'm like, man, you know, we really do got to watch what we listening to because you see, based on the rap music, not just rap music, let me not say that. I don't want to just get one group of music. But I'm using rap and R&B because that's the type of music that I grew up listening to. Pretty sure the same thing go on with rock people when you see the goth and the rock, the metal and all that. But I'm, I'm speaking about the music that I grew up with. So that's why we're focusing on R&B and rap. So you see this, you had the, the gangster rap. 
Most people, when they listen to it, want to act like gangsters. They want to act like what they hear. They want to reenact, you know, banging and all kinds of stuff like that. When you hear the R&B, the sexual R&B, you know, particularly talking about dudes, they want to get women in the mood to do stuff that they probably ain't got no business doing. But, you know, for the sake of this, for this topic, they using it to do stuff like when, when you put on R. Kelly, you already knew what it was. When you was getting crunk to go to the club and you put on whatever you did, you already knew what it was. So now we look back and we can see how this music is affecting us. <laughs> I recall watching something on ESPN one day. It was the Dan Lebertard show. And they had two chains on there. And they asked him, did he allow his daughter to listen to his music? And he replied, no. He said, I, I think his daughter was five. He said, I have a five-year-old daughter. And I let her sing on one of my albums. And she know how to pick up her iPad and go directly to the part where she is on the song. And he said he allowed her to listen to that. And he also said that she knows that 2 Chains is her daddy, but she don't know why he's famous and she doesn't know why he's signing autographs and all this. And he said, and they asked him, why doesn't he let his daughter listen to it? And his reply was, he knows how this music affects and shapes people. So I'm like, hold on. What you're telling me is you understand that the music you make if gotten in the ears of impressionable people can steer them off the path of, for I guess, right thinking and right actions, but you still do it. You know not to let your daughter listen to it because you don't want her mind getting filled with all the suggestions and stuff like that. But it's okay, you know, to pump it out there for everybody else's kid because, you know, you only your one kid parent. You're, you're not responsible for nobody else's children. At least that's what I'm taking from what he said because how can you acknowledge the fact that this music can have adverse effects on, in this case, child development, but then you continue to make it knowing that children, meaning under 18 and under, are mostly the people that's listening to you. I'm like, come on. And this falls into that, I'm not a role model. I, uh, stop it. I don't know where rappers, entertainers, whoever, get off on this notion that they're not a role model. Now, it's a bunch of people out there who shouldn't be role models, but let's, but let's be, let's be for real about it. Anybody of influence, matter of fact, just anybody, period, is a role model to somebody. Whether you're doing right or wrong, I guarantee you it's somebody out there who's looking at you and thinks what you're doing is cool, thinks what you're saying is cool, and they're trying to pattern their life or parts of their life after you. We see it in fashion. You see somebody get some, get start wearing something and they think that it's hot, next thing you know, it's going out everywhere. You hear rap songs that 
people talking about things that the average person would never, ever, ever know about in their entire life. But because they heard on the on the Jay-Z album that he popping Ace of Spades before that, when they was crystal popping, done pee sipping, you know, that's what caused the normal people to say, hey, I want to do that too. Most of us would have never known what a black card was or even aspire to get a black card if we'd have never heard about it in a rap song. You know, so I'm like, we, we got to get out of this mindset of saying that music don't influence me because it does. People listen to pocket, want to ride on their enemies, want to be all poetic and gangster at the same time, you know. It's like, come on now. Now, while at the end of the day, whoever listening to the music still has the responsibility to control themselves because the right or wrong is going to be based on them and their choice to do the wrong thing. But the music is more of a seed. You ever wonder why you're sitting down and you're having thoughts, stuff just popping in your mind that Otherwise, you probably would never have thought of in a million years. It's probably because of something you heard, something that you're listening to. You ever wonder why you have these throwed off dreams and visions while you sleep? It's probably because of what you went to sleep looking at or listening to. You know, it's so many people who go to sleep listening to the radio. So many people who go to sleep listening to the, well, I say listening to the TV because if you sleep, you're not watching it. And not realizing that your brain does not rest. Your brain is constantly moving, especially when it's being fed something. And you're hearing, unless you're deaf, you cannot turn it off. So you are still unconsciously listening. Well, not listening. You're unconsciously hearing everything around you, even the things that when you're focused on something else, if there's ambient noise, it's still being fed into you. You wonder why you're so angry? Stop listening to some of the stuff you listen to. Wonder why you're so fearful? Stop listening and watching some of the stuff you're listening and watching. Wonder why you can't control your hormones? Maybe because it's what you're listening to or what you're watching. You know, and... I'm going to just say entertainers, period, have to be conscious of the fact of they planting seeds in people. Everything you put out is planting a seed in somebody. It's putting a thought in somebody's mind. And those thoughts, when matured, are going to turn into actions. Those sporadic actions may take on and then they're going to turn into habits. And based on some of these habits, you know, they begin to just be a part of you, like reflexes almost, and begin to shape your life. Some people even say that rappers, you know, some of them don't even live the lifestyle they lead. They're just influenced by the music that they make, by the lives that they make up and seemingly portray. So maybe we need to try something else. And people be like, well, 
you know, this music cool, you know, I don't even listen to it. I'm just listening to the beat. You know, the beat is hot. I'm not concerned with what they saying. While that may be true, you consciously may not be concerned with what they saying. The beat may be great, but you still being fed these lyrics, whether you know what they saying or not. Your subconscious mind is still hearing them and they still being fed into you. So again, that lead me back to when I was talking about when you having these random thoughts or these random dreams or these random visions or suggestions. It's probably because you allowing yourself to be fed stuff unaware because you think it's just a song. It's just this. That's why now, you know, you, you thought it was cute that your little daughter or your little niece was at the family reunion twerking when she heard the song. You thought it was cute then when you put the music on and she started dropping it, looking like, oh, look at her, look at her. But then when she get up and she older doing the same thing, it's not cute anymore. But this is what we've been being fed. You being fed that, you know, hey, you know, this song, come on, you just got to drop it low. <laughs> and like I say, back in the day, Hey, I was all for it. But now, when you get older, you start to look at things different. Or not necessarily get older. When you mature, you start to look at things differently. And you realize that music does soothe the savage beast. Or it can bring the beast out of people. Studies have been done with pregnant women how music affects their unborn child. So if music affects unborn children, I'm pretty sure it's going to affect us who are alive now and walking. I'm pretty sure it does. So I'm just saying we, we got to do, we got to do better. I understand you have people, you know, it's just innocent. It's just party music. It's just this. But come on now. Then we have all these movements about the, the women movement, the feminist movement, you know, this, that, and the other. When they had talk about toxic masculinity and all kinds of stuff like that. But yet and still, the same people who will argue one point will then on the flip side defend music that have all these negative suggestions because one thing that my personal opinion that aids to what people call toxic masculinity is music because you listen to these these songs that's out there now or look at the videos i don't see anything in it that's just saying build up the women rebuild the hood I don't hear nothing that's saying nothing like that. All I hear is drop it. You B, you H, you this. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do that to you. Hey, you like bands that make a dance. That's what you want to hear a dude tell your girl. Yeah, Mr. So-and-so, can I uh take your daughter out on a date? You know, because I got these bands that I make a dance and do that. You know, you know. I'm pretty sure you don't want to hear no dude say that about your daughter. 
But yet, hey, you know that that's what the songs say. You know, it's all good when they when these bands making some other girl dance, but when these bands making your daughter or your sister or your mama dance, you don't like it. But it's not influencing her, influencing anybody. You know, it, it's just music, right? You know, when you listen to this music and you know you put together yo, I'm a gangster. You know, I'm a new gangster kid. And you go up, you know, you got your guns. How many people you see on social media now? You know, music bumping, you know, bandanas on, flags on, guns pointed at the screen, rapping over rap music. Uh, you know, because they trying to emulate something that they not. Again, it's up to them to make better decisions, but the seed is being planted. And we cannot deny that. I don't think you, we could go to the point of saying, well, if you do something, you could blame it on the music and <laughs> like put these rappers in prison. Because if I'm not mistaken, I remember they were trying to attribute Eminem's music to causing people to go out and break the law or just do just flat out dumb stuff. And... While I do think it influenced you, I don't think you can blame Eminem in the end. You know, God is going to judge everybody because the Bible say that no idle word will go unchecked. Every idle word you speak will be checked. And so I used to do secular music just around my neighborhood. Then when I got saved, Holy Spirit convicted me on the fact of saying that, you know, every... Well, let me rewind. Holy Spirit convicted me one day where he said, what if John would have got your, your, uh, one of your old CDs? I was like, John who? John from Kentucky. I was like, I don't know John from Kentucky. And he was like, exactly. So many people get a hold of what you put out there that you don't even know. And on your judgment day, you're going to have to answer to why you put the seed in somebody's mind to do something that went against my will. And I was like, wow. Because I never thought about it like that. I just figured, you know, it was cool. I was putting suggestions together, wordplay and whatnot, not realizing that this is going out to people that I will never, ever see in my entire life. People I will never know or meet in my entire life. But yet and still, what I'm saying to them could possibly influence them to do something that's not right. And I was like, oh, my. And I had to repent and just ask God, you know, to not let nobody ever hear nothing that I ever did prior to being saved. And it was harder to me to harder for me to write songs as a Christian for the simple fact I overanalyzed it in the fact that, okay, God, my doctrine got to be right. I got to say this right because I don't want to lead John from Kentucky astray or whoever that might be. And we got to start thinking about that. You know, when you put out something, you don't know who's going to pick this up. You don't know what a person is going through when they hear stuff. So granted, I, I get it. A lot of times you're just expressing what you're going through and you're telling your story. But over the course of seven, eight albums, 
we we heard your story already. So now it gets to the point to where you're just putting out things that are, I guess, destructive. It's it's almost almost, but not exactly. It's not a one in one comparison, but it's the best thing I can think of right now. Like a drug dealer. Granted, drug dealing in itself is illegal. Making this music is not illegal. So in that sense, I get it. But the overarching theme is I'm passing this drug out in whatever locale. And granted, whoever is buying it has to make the conscious decision to buy it or to not buy it. But you as the dealer are still putting this seed out there and giving them to giving this to the public to consume. In the same sense, when you're making music or whatever your craft is, when you're putting it out there, you you planting this seed and the consumer has to make a decision on whether to listen to it or not listen to it. I don't know if you all ever what's this guy's name? Ah. Yeah, I don't remember what his name was. But he was the guy coming up with the truth about hip hop things and how he would have the some of the rappers or singers on there speaking about how people sold their souls, how people did chants over the music, how demonic things were going on in the circles of these people to make this type of music. And now you even have people who coming out with stuff in Hollywood, however true it is or isn't, suggesting how it's these backlot parties, it's these groups, it's these cults, all controlling stuff and manipulating things and the things that people have to do to gain this success. You know, it was at one point, and probably still is, people were saying how Snoop supposedly sold his soul to the devil, you know, to gain the fame that he has because truth be told, I don't know why Snoop is so famous right now. I understand why he was, but things like Snoop and Martha Stewart, come on now. <laughs> I I never in a million years thought that those would be two people to cross paths, but for some reason, Snoop is popular enough and, you know, fits the demographic of Martha Stewart. I I, I don't know. So... Is there any truth to this? Spiritually, I do believe that people do things that's demonic to get themselves more popularity. Because there's a spiritual dimension whether we want to agree to it or not. So, just like there's a, a God, there's a good, there's also a flip side of that coin. And the flip side of that coin the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call him, you know, he can give some people some stuff too. That's why the Bible say, what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? So he could give you all the accolades here on earth. You know, at the end of it, you're dying, you're going to hell, but hey, you know, you could live it up while you're here. So we really got to sit back and be more cognizant of the stuff we listening to, the stuff we allow our kids to listen to. You know, not just pass it off as, oh, it's just a song, it's just a nice beat. 
Because music is made to hypnotize. It's made to change your mood. If you've ever made music, or if you just if you just really sit back and be honest with yourself and think about it, music is made to change your mood, to put you, to take you from one mood and to put you into another mood. And that's not always necessarily a bad thing, because as a Christian, worship music puts you in a place to where you're exalting God. You're lifting his name up and giving him praise and him all the accolades. So in that sense, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But knowing that music is hypnotic, most of the time when you're being hypnotized, you're hypnotized for a reason. You have to start thinking, what is the reason? Why am I being hypnotized? What am I allowing to come into my spirit? You know? <laughs> like, uh, Kendrick Lamar had a song about killing his vibe. That vibe is that hypnotic state that you're in, that this music is putting you in. You know, good vibes only. That's, that's what you hear a lot of times now, and that's really just based on the fact of the mood that you're in. And most people I know, if they're in a good mood, they want to listen to music of whatever genre they choose to listen to. They want to get something that put them in, in high hopes, in high spirits, keep them happy. And when you're down, when your girl just left you, you know, when you got fired, you feel like the world is tumbling down, you can't figure out what's going on, then you're out there singing, oh, I wish it would rain. Why do we wish it would rain? I want to go outside in the rain. You know, we put that old school on. When you're sad, you go to the Lenny Williams where you're crying over the song. And, you know, everybody know the Lenny Williams. Girl, you know I never, never said I was a singer, so don't judge me. And truth be told, side note, we always listening to the Lenny Williams like, girl, why you doing him so wrong? Have we ever took the time to think that maybe Lenny messed up? Maybe she not listening to him or answering his phone calls because he did something wrong? And the reason why he feel it necessary to cry over this whole song is the fact that he know he messed up. And, you know, <laughs> he realized, man, I had a good woman and I messed up. And I, I got to let her know that, I, that I, I apologize. But we always make it seem like that this woman just ignoring him and she the wrong one. Or maybe that's, that's just what I'm thinking. But you know what, Lenny, do better. All right, but <laughs> music is influential. That's the main thing. Music is influential, and we just have to go with that. We just have to realize that. And on the fact of we might like being influenced by stuff like that. You know, artists, whatever type of music you put out, 
You have to be real and know that you're a role model. But again, even the people who say, I'm not a role model, they know they are. Because they wouldn't do what they're doing. They, their image wouldn't be their image if they didn't think that they was influencing somebody in, influencing somebody in some way. So I'm going to tell y'all to stop lying. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100. Everybody want to be real. Everybody want to be 100. So be real and be 100 and say that I know that my music, my music, my videos, my movies, they are influencing people. And own that. But you don't want to take responsibility. And the responsibility, that's a whole, that's a whole nother issue. And that, the responsibility thing don't just go to artists and entertainers. That, that just goes with everybody. Don't want to own the fact of the stuff they do and how it affects other people. But I say that for another day. But I just want to sum all this up with saying, uh, we need to guard what we listen to. We need to guard what we watch. Because at the end of the day, we living in this world where everybody is just doing what they want to do. Everybody's saying what they want to say. They just putting stuff out there. Music, by the way, is getting to be garbage. Garbage. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> and it's not even, not all of, not everybody, but it's not even any artistic nothing. It's just a bunch of skirt, I didn't did it, parked outside. Skirt, skirt, boom. That right there, if I would have had a tight beat, I'd have been paid. Paid, number one on the charts, and I said absolutely nothing. I don't know how that influenced people, but to go make other music that makes completely no sense. But anyway, we got to do better. Watch what your kids are listening to. Be more attentive. Even be more attentive of what you listen to. I hope after you hear this, you take a second to think about, do a self-check. Think about everything you listen to. Think about the thoughts that you have. Think about the actions that you, you know, think about your actions. Think about your habits and start seeing if you can tie strings back to, okay, man, yeah, they did. Yeah, I did listen to a lot of this. Why am I having these sexual thoughts? Yeah, I am listening to a lot of that. Why do I curse? Why do I speak the way I do? Yeah, it's because I've been listening to a lot of this or that. If we really honest with ourselves, we'll realize that we are greatly influenced by the things that we do, the things that we listen to. So maybe we could change some of that if we begin to change what we listen to, women. I know this is a time where it's a bunch of women artists out there who rapping, you know, entering the game, trying to take over. But... When I've seen them and heard them, I cannot even find a reason that a woman would want to listen to it because I don't see how it could be gratifying to a woman at all, especially in a world where women don't want to be objectified and 
looked at as pieces of meat. And not saying that dudes make music that's any better, but just speaking from the fact of the outside looking in at what I'm thinking about what women are thinking. If you're thinking that you don't want to be objectified and looked at like pieces of meat, looked at and used as sex symbols, but yet and still every, or at least I'm going to say eight out of 10 female artists who come out, they half naked, foul mouth, twerking and sliding across the floor, doing all kinds of things that objectifies women. And when they do it and you hear it, you doing the same things. The same way on this one side where you see most of the males want to be all thug and gangster. They want to be like the dudes they see and do the stuff that they hear. It's the same thing. And then I don't see how it was wrong for the dude to have half-naked women in his videos, but it's okay for this woman rapper to be half-naked in her video. What is the difference? I don't know. Maybe there's something y'all could tell me. So we got to figure out which one is it. But <laughs> we've been influenced in, hey, it's her body if she wants to show off her body it's okay well it was okay this woman made this choice in this dude video to show her body but the fact that it was a dude video and he had half naked women in the video that made it wrong although it was that woman's choice to be in it when the woman artist does it and she's naked in her own video that's different because no man is making her do it no it's the influence of other music and the culture we just got to change the culture. We, we got to have a baseline moral value and put a price and, you know, stop putting these low price tags on our worth because uh, <laughs> when you put yourself out there like that, you can't be mad when people treat you how you put yourself out there. I believe on both ends that as a man, it doesn't matter how you present yourself. I should still show up like a man and treat you in the way that you should be treated, whether you know what that is or not. But we got to get past the fact of saying, you know, it's a choice. It's this like, for instance, like Kanye. Kanye made music that didn't necessarily plant the right seeds in people. But now that he's Christian, People had issues with the fact of him saying that his wife needed to put on more clothes because it made him feel a certain type of way when she was out there objectifying herself. And people had a problem with that because he realized that, hey, this is my wife. You know, I should not be just wanting her out there like that, you know, and people had an issue with that. And in the same sense, people have issues with that when you say stuff like I'm saying like right now about music and how it affects people and how we need to do better about us portraying different thoughts through music and through our actions. Because we live in a world now where it's like, do what you want to as long as it makes you feel better. 
But come on now, it has to be a baseline of something that says what is right and what is wrong because just because I want to do something doesn't mean that I should do it. Somebody needs to be around that has a moral, some type of moral compass to say, hey, you need to slow down. You might not need to do that. You might want to take another route. You know, Record labels or movie houses sometimes may just need to say, hey, you know, you might want to rewrite that or take another route. But no, it's just about cashing in that dollar. You know, you you realize people's soul is worth is worth a couple hundred thousand. Because artists not even making money like that no more. But you know, hey, some one thing I know, people that sell their soul for a number one hit record, people that sell their soul for a hit movie, not caring about the impact of what it's having on the neighborhood. You know, how you have an album coming out where you didn't shot up the neighborhood, you didn't rode on your enemies, you didn't did all this type of things to this to somebody's daughter, sister, mother, but then you leave that. <laughs> And you go to a community outreach. How you do that? You trying to build a hood up on one side, but on the other side, you objectifying everybody in it. How you do that? And I'm pretty sure they do this too again in the other cultures and the other genres of music. But again, I'm just sticking with the genre and the culture I know about. Is is you you can't have it both ways. You have a woman's foundation, and you also have a song on your album called "Twerk That Fast." I I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't. You put in you got an album where you're in the strip club throwing money at women, but you're mad as all outdoors. If somebody throw money at your sister, mama, child. But again, it's the influence. You can't put seeds out there. You can't put apple seeds in the ground and (laughs) not take responsibility for the tree that pops up. You can't say, well, hey. I didn't know the ground was going to yield that. I didn't know it was going to rain on this seed. I didn't think this was good ground to plant a tree. Whether all of that happens or none of that happens, the fact of the matter is that you put the seed down there, so you have to take some responsibility for what happens. You know? You have to be conscious of this. And again, it's funny how we could put all this stuff out there, we can make the music and do all the influential things, not take responsibility for the influence, but again, be mad if someone in our circle is treated like the people we're talking about in our songs. You know, taking it back to the two-chain argument. You can't recognize that your music is adversely affecting people, but take responsibility only for your child. 
That's like granted, I appreciate the fact that you and I think it's good that you understand the fact of you need to guard what your child is listening to, but don't subject other people's kids to listen to stuff. Then you put it out there. Like, I think one of his albums was called Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. As impressionable as people are nowadays, and we in a culture, especially with women, how it's all about how you look. You want to be pretty. You want to have this. You want to have that. And then you put out something that say pretty girls like trap music. So if you are a pretty girl and you like, ooh, pretty girls like trap music. I think I'm a pretty girl. I've been told I'm a pretty girl. Maybe I like trap music. So now you're listening to trap music. Because 2 Chain said pretty girls like trap music. It's hypnotic. It's people who use music, musical therapy, instead of medicinal therapy. Because our body is a real intricate thing. And a lot of times you don't need to necessarily put pharmaceuticals in it. There's types of therapy where different type of music or vibrations are put forth to change things on, you know, cellular levels. Because that's how powerful it is. Whether you believe it or not, Satan in heaven, before he was thrown down, he was the chief musician of heaven. Body made of organs and precious jewels. And as a, just thinking about it, if you were created to basically <laughs> be a giant instrument and you think that God, and you realize that God gives gifts without repentance, meaning everybody on earth is created by God. You know, the Lil Waynes, the Lil Johns, the Kendrick Lamars, the Jay-Zs, all these people made by God, all given the gift that they're using from God. But giving gifts without repentance mean I'm giving you these gifts. Every gift is made to glorify God, but, you know, you can do what you want to with it. And you're just going to have to answer for it when you die. So these gifts of rap and whatnot, singing, movie making, all that was given by God. They're just choosing to do what they want to with it. So now let's go back. Here it is. You Satan, you are the chief musician. You're the chief DJ. You get kicked out of heaven. God give gifts without repentance. So if I'm mad and I want to lead people astray, how about I use what I was created to do knowing that God gave it to me and he going to let me <laughs> use it until that day he come back and I can't use it no more. Tie that into now. Why do you think people are using music and it's so alluring and it's leading people astray? Because it has a powerful genesis where it's coming from, where it's being, where it's receiving its power from. And we just brush it off as, it's just music. I remember the old adage that, what it say? Uh, the greatest trick the devil ever done was making the world think he didn't exist. Something like that. 
So now that we in this mode, now where we realizing what's going on, and we just pass it off as well, we when we don't realize what's going on, and we just pass it off as it's just music, it's just a tight beat. That means you've been hypnotized. As woke as you think you are, you're not woke at all. Or you probably woke, but you ain't got out the bed yet. Which is basically saying you might as well have been asleep. So, I'm going to just leave that with y'all. Give y'all something to think about. Artists, entertainers, put more thought into what you're putting out there. Own the fact of that you're a role model, whether you choose to be one or not, because you don't give yourself the label or the title role model. The person who is looking up to you gives you that label of role model. And you are a role model. I'm not even going to say whether you think you are or not, because you know you're a role model. You're just lying to yourself and everybody else. Be more conscious of what you're listening to. If you're not understanding some things that's going on in your life or why you having all these suggestions and bad dreams, why your kids acting out, start taking a account of being more conscious of what you're listening to, what you're seeing, what you're putting in your body that's feeding your spirit, man, and that's changing your attitudes and your moods. Just, just take a second before you just throw everything out that I'm saying. Just honestly... Do that little test for yourself. And at the end of the day, you don't have to tell nobody if you agree with me or you don't. You don't have to say anything at all. But just the fact that you know, you will realize that, man, maybe this is, this do have something to it because I have been having these thoughts and I have been doing that. Just take a second and, and think about it. Keep it real with yourself for a change. But again, you know, I'm going to let you go on that note. It's your boy Gabe, this Weapons of War podcast. You know, if you want to hit us up with a suggestion or a comment, you know, you can email me at wow, W-O-W-P-O-D, P-O-D, the number one, at gmail.com. Peace. And we out.